my little gorgeous people. It's Lala Kent. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. We had such an incredible week last week on top of weekend Mm -hmm. slash this week. You're talking about the New York trip? The New York trip. Yeah. In a New York minute. (laughs) Ooh. Lovely. It's so bad. We left this at We Hope New York is Successful. And what did you think? How do you think it went? It was amazing. And I am going to let everyone in on something. Every time I do watch What Happens Live, you have to remember that's like the mothership, right? Like I feel very comfortable there. I feel comfortable with Andy. It's very quaint. The audience is small. So you feel like you're just in a room talking to like your friends. Like that's just how you feel. That's how Andy makes you feel. And then you realize, oh shit, we're on live TV Mm -hmm. and people are watching. So I tend to overshare. And every single time I've left Watch What Happens Live, I feel that I've overshared or I've thrown shade that is like, why did you do that? It's it's very weird. Can I tell you? When I do Vanderpump Rules, I'm cool with like throwing shade, whatever. When I'm off of that, like I don't like being involved in Instagram drama. I don't like being involved in anything that has – like if I say something on the podcast, I – sit there and I'm like, oh my gosh, will someone take this the wrong way? Like, is this person going to come for me? Mm-hmm. Like, I hope, you know, like I just am, I get, I get nervous. It's, it's not my comfort zone. I don't like confrontation. When I'm doing, when I'm filming Vanderpump Rules, I know the assignment, mm-hmm. you know, speak your truth. These are my friends. I know we can bounce back. And my cast is really great. Like they're not into Instagram drama. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I never see my cast really going toes on social media. Not that we haven't before, but when I see certain housewives, they're tweeting each other, they're posting. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. They're outing each other for affairs. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. So every time I leave, watch what happens. I'm like, damn it. I did it again. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but this time, like, I feel like I really, I said what needed to be said and nothing more. Yeah. No, you know, I thought it was great. And you're right. That room, you guys, I've only watched Watch What Happens Live. And I, Lala has said the room is small, but I'm like, yeah, but it's not that small because I've seen it. Oh, my God. It's it's so much smaller than you would think. It's literally like you're sitting in a living room. Even the live audience is like, like tiny, tiny. Like how many people do you think were in there? In the live audience? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Like. Like 15 to 20? Yeah, I was just going to say like 15, 13. Yeah, it's not big. And the room, it just feels like you're sitting in someone's living room. So I could see why you would feel like, oh, I'm just... It feels like you're in a clubhouse. Yeah. Which is why it's called the clubhouse. clubhouse. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. it gets very intimidating when you're in there and then you leave and realize, oh, God bless you, Lily. Bless you. Oh, my sweet angel, you sexy girl. (laughs) Oh, die for her. Um, so it was amazing. Then we did we did a lot of different podcasts, which so much fun. The, you you were great on those. And those girls, it was just it was all women podcasts. I know my we, most favorite space being it, around yeah. a bunch of badass chicks. Yeah, literally and chicks, chicks in the office. chicks in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, publicity. Yeah, you guys, it was great. And then you did 
than I did Tamron Hall. What'd you feel about that? Because I know Tamron Hall is sometimes like, she's not afraid to get down and dirty with people. So how did you feel about I respect that? her so much. Yeah, same. She is like, she is an incredible host, interviewer, like all of her accomplishments. I was so nervous mm-hmm. going on to her show. And I'm I'm cool with people being tough. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's all fine and good. But when you're placed, I, I'm aware that I'm a reality TV personality. Right. And I get intimidated when I walk into rooms with people who are very accomplished, very poised, very elegant, because I I tend to be very hypersensitive to my past and things that I've done in my past and Mm -hmm. things that I continue to sometimes do that I'm figuring out. And I feel like all eyes are on me and like, I just get nervous. Mm -hmm. But that the energy in that room and her audience, like I felt so supported by her, by her audience. Like when we spoke about my dad, about ocean, about my alcoholism, it was just like, how is it that a room full of people I have never seen or met in my life. They all look so familiar and I feel like I've known them for years. Yeah. That's a great environment. And I knew because I was backstage watching on the TV and Lala had mentioned, if I cry, I'll f- it, it means I feel like I'm in a safe space. And she did. And I was like, that made me like, oh, yay, you feel like you're in a safe space. Like I felt... Like, I, I knew when I was watching that and you started crying, talking to her, I was like, oh, you you feel comfortable up there. I did feel comfortable. Yeah. And the one of the producers of the show came back just to check in on me. And I was like, is there a box of tissues yeah. there? Because I did a pre-interview, basically what we'd be touching on. Mm-hmm. And anytime you talk to me about the passing of my dad, even though it's been four years, almost four years, we're approaching four years. I still, if I feel comfortable and safe, I still feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to break down. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I felt. The second he, the second she asked about like, what was that moment like losing your dad? I was like, this is where I lose my mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was really, it was, I thought it was a really successful trip. Lots of badass women. Mm-hmm. Lots of laughs. Lots of just like, inspiration i'm gonna say it but lots of even just seeing women do their thing the podcasters tamron hall like you i'm like yes i know it's so inspiring yeah it was great the only thing i didn't like was the horses we decided to. i was just thinking (laughs) about that you were yes jess and i decided to take a walk through central park and i was like this is gonna be so good for us and i actually left the park (laughs) feeling beyond depressed so depressed because because there are horses that are being exploited mm-hmm. and I could I could not believe my eyes that we are in New York City mm-hmm. and I'm seeing these horses with carts attached to them with jewels on their heads yeah pulling these people and I was pissed I was pissed at the people for getting on pissed at the people for for supporting it. You're supporting yes. it by paying for the rides. You're supporting it by working for the company. Yep, working for the company. And I've got to be honest, you guys, we didn't see a single 
bowl or for food or water. We saw, I saw buckets that had water in them. And I even said in the moment, I was like, okay, wait, I see buckets of water. And right when I said that, they were, Lala noticed they, they used them to clean off the hooves. It made me sick. And of course, naturally, I took to my Instagram to talk about it. And mm-hmm. of course, I had a million and one um, uneducated trolls mm. sending me messages. And but it, there were a few people that said, what about like the Amish who mm-hmm. still use horses like that for transportation? And I think my whole thing is the the well-being of the horse. What is going on behind closed doors? Number one, no matter how you want to chop it and dice it, those horses in New York City. And by the way, people were sending me a ton of cities that it's still happening in. Mm. And people were like, how did you not know this? I'm going to be honest. I don't travel to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't travel to a lot of these cities that horses are being. I, I I live in L.A. Like, I feel like we're pretty. We love our animals. Yeah. And we talked about this and call us out if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's no ho- tourist. I've never seen and, it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. And and if I'm wrong, please let me know. Slide mm-hmm. in my DMs because I do see it. But I was shocked to like the fact there's no there's no water for these horses. Where are they going when the day is done? I, you could just tell the horses aren't being treated right. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about people coming in from bumfuck wherever mm-hmm. that are like, let's go on this horse with the kids. It's not fun. Right. Stop supporting it. I don't know how else to say it. Mm-hmm. And I won't be, I'm not going to say who, but I had a friend who lived in LA who years ago put, posted a picture of her and her boyfriend on maybe like three years ago. That's not that her and her boyfriend on the horse and carriage. And I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, do you know? Because I know there was stuff that came out in press and I believe it was Central Park where the horse there's a video of it. The collapsed. horse collapsed. A it's lot of people sent disgusting. me videos and pictures of collapsed horses in all different cities. Yeah. It's so dated and it's so just just gross. We don't need it. We don't need the horses in the carriages. We don't need zoos for profit. We need no. zoos that are rescuing and wildlife sanctuaries. But like I just all think of the this. whole yeah, you have to do your research. Like yeah. I'm sorry. You won't catch me taking ocean to a zoo. You mm-hmm. won't catch me take I shouldn't. There are zoos because I don't want to discredit zoos who are actually like doing incredible work, helping. Right? Mm-hmm. You won't catch me at an aquarium. Yes, you. You are big on, and I'm like, if you've been living under a rock, I'm using Lala's thing. But if you've been living under a rock, you don't know Lala's big with like what would you call it? I call it like what like I'm just sea big on animals. It. Yes, or, yeah, and I'm big on like the well-being of animals, mm-hmm. and I just like like I I want to do my research and. I've been the person where I have gone to SeaWorld as a child before I was educated. I have gone to a breeder to get a dog Mm -hmm. before I was educated. Now I'm anti. Chop your dog's balls off. Get your dog spayed. Mm -hmm. Like go to a shelter to get your animal. I'm just I'm into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. You know, I see certain birthday parties or like people with petting zoos at at their kids birthday parties like what the fuck yeah really why why is there a tiger in a cage i just want to know i just want to know what the tiger is doing in the cage at a birthday party i don't get it please Mm. explain to me see it's like getting me riled up yeah no my blood starts boiling 
you're right. And if you're listening to this and you're really like, no, like she's being whatever over this, I really urge you to do your research because it's shocking what you'll find out. Like it's shocking. You go to these petting zoos or these little things and you're like, oh, it's fine. They're fine. They look happy. You'd be really shocked to find out what a lot of these animals are going through. And I get it. It could We could go on a tangent because it could be with, there's animal cruelty all around every day. We know it. But if you can do something to help, why not? You know? Like, why wouldn't you? Don't support the horse and carriage rides. Just don't. Just don't. Like, I, I don't know how yeah. else to break it down to you. Yeah. yeah. If you don't get it, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. And you may have different, there are a lot of things that, like, I can change about myself, right? This is a standpoint where if you can't get down with me on this, we won't connect. I'm not for you. You're not for me. Yeah. It's just how I feel about it. And But, I mean, there's lots of stuff out there that'll show you why these things are so bad. Like, it, Google it. It's, I promise you, I, I did the day in New York. I'm like, how bad is this really? And I I have a weak stomach and it makes me physically ill when I see animal abuse, any sort of abuse. We've talked about this, but I kind of, you know, I forced myself to look at what I could until I was like, this is. I think I want to go fully vegan. Yeah. We should have some a vegan on the podcast to, to talk about it because there's a way yeah. to do it. Where you can get your everything you need every day and there's a way to not do it. <laughs> right. I like, did the way to not do it. I went vegan for like literally six months and was all pasta. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I was like deficient in all these things. Yeah. Like I would like a very educated vegan. Yeah. No. You, on the podcast. To talk to you about. Because I was going to, when I said, you know, it's it's every day. Yeah. It's everywhere. And you, listen, you can do things to help and you can do things. I get it. When people are like, it's a luxury it's a privilege to be to able be, to eat organic, to yeah. be able to cut out this this and that from your diet. Totally understand. But if you can, maybe think about it. Okay. Like, yeah. I think that'd be... Let's then I'd start the conversation. You. Let's start the conversation. I love starting conversations. Yes. So yeah, we did the New York trip. We were there, most importantly, for the Give Them Lala book. The paperback yes. came out. People are really digging it. I know. Right? I know. It's so good. We're getting photos of it on planes. Feel free to DM the podcast if you got the paperback and you're like traveling with it or you're reading it by your pool. It's cute. We love seeing those photos. I do love seeing them. Yeah. And I love people telling me like what they think. But if you're if your feedback is not positive, I don't need to see it. It's not constructive. So yeah. It's not constructive because I wrote about my life. So no matter what you have to say, it's like, it happened already. Right. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Nothing I can change. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. 
and you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Two days ago at Cruz's birthday and I, this weighed so heavy on me and it was so simple. There was a guy there, paparazzi taking photos and I just was not in the mood. Okay. I was not in the mood and he kept clicking and I tried to duck and dodge and he kept moving around. Like and I, walking into the party. Not walking into the party. He was outside and I was walking to my car. Okay. And so I tried to go through the passenger side door because I just didn't want it. I didn't want it. I'm leaving a little kid's birthday party. Like, I'm, now I know I'm starting my period. Yeah. <laughs> Overshare. But I was just like, I don't want it. Yeah. And so I said to him, I like looked at him and I said, stop. Stop. Stop mm-hmm. taking the fucking picture. Mm-hmm. And he finally got a million and one photos and is walking away. And I was like, like, this is the kind of photographer you are. Like, they have you. You can be on Kardashians. You have yeah. to be photographing <laughs> Vanderpump Rules people. And he said, you're better than that, Lala. And I was like, I'm like, I didn't really even do anything. I just was like telling him I don't want my picture taken He right said now. you're better than that? Yeah, because I threw out an insult, which really I was mm. mostly just insulting myself. Yeah. In the yeah. Oh, you said that to him. This is the kind of photographer. You said it actually to him. I don't think I said this is the kind of photographer you are. I was like, they they put you, they couldn't even put you on someone cool like the Kardashians. You have to uh. photograph Vanderpump Rules people. So he's, okay, got it, got he it. Said, you're better than this, Lala, because I've yeah. I've never freaked out at, and I didn't freak out in this moment. I just wanted him to stop, which makes sense. But how did you feel when he said that? Did you feel guilty or were you like, no, this is I like, how did you feel? Even if he wouldn't have said that, mm-hmm. I felt guilty. OK, because it's like this guy's out here making a paycheck without him giving a fuck about any of us. Mm-hmm. I don't make a paycheck. Yeah. You know, like he's mm-hmm. keeping me relevant and 
me being relevant, people listen to my podcast, people go and buy my book, people buy my makeup, people watch the show. Like we're all feeding each other in a different way. And I just, I was angry at myself that I would tell him stop, stop, and then throw an insult, which basically was insulting both of us, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah, like, because, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why did I do that? And it had nothing to do with him. I've been photographed a million times. Right. But that's a great thing to remember is you, too. When someone's an asshole, we were just talking about it has nothing to do. I know. So if he's listening, it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with me. And I'm sorry. I was just in a zone. So there's that with the photographer. I felt bad all the way around. Mm -hmm. And my mom was looking at me like, shake it off. She was. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I just feel so bad. Aw. You know, hi, Mom. <gasps> Speak of the queen and icon herself. But Lisa always says, because she used to work at a dental office, mm-hmm. and she always said when people came in and they were kind of bitchy, she didn't use the word bitchy, but just kind of mean, she was like, I always knew it had nothing to do with me. It was yep. like something else that was going on in their day. Yep. So I didn't take it personally. So I'm hoping the photographer knows that. I'm talking about the paparazzi guy who I was... Oh, yeah. she just gave like she, such a like <laughs> forget about it. She did. <laughs> you know what? He's on to the, the next big fish. So. He's the on to the bigger next fish. Hopefully, big fish. he's off. He's <laughs> the big fish. He's had enough of us minnows. <laughs> um, hi, the baby. Ocean's eating salmon. Yay! Is it good? Can you say anything? <laughs> um. So, Jess, I have to tell you something so funny. Let's hear it. I was listening to the Girls Gotta Eat podcast that we we did last week. Mm -hmm. And my mom pointed something out that made me so... Are you okay? That, That made me nervous. Oh, no. What? She said... What do you think Jessica's mom thinks about the podcast and what you have Jessica do now? And I was like, I didn't even think about it. Wait, why would that make you nervous? Because I have an open, a very open family. My mom, I've always been open with like that. My dad is very like He wouldn't listen to the podcast, right? Um, Your dad cannot listen to the podcast. I've sent my dad clips. This is how like technologically challenged my dad is. I've sent him clips and he goes, sorry, I won't open. I don't have the whole podcast app thing. And I'm like, okay, so he's not listening. My mom, even if she did, she'd be like, you girls are goofballs. Okay. Yes. So because (laughs) we were last week talking heavily about like sex. Sex. And I I was like, I really hope that Jessica's mom doesn't. No, my mom was very, if anything, my dad would be like the, what on earth are you girls talking about? I know. Yeah. I know. My dad would be the same way. Yeah. No, my I... mom is. That's really sweet. <laughs> Will you like to say hello? Say hi. She's trying to eat it. Hello. And she's like dumping her <laughs> salmon on the ground. It's going to be embedded in the rug. This is so disgusting. <laughs> she goes in tongue first. Oh, no. Bye. Love you. I'll be right out, okay? Bye. Yes, mama loves you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> She's waiting. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll see you in just a sec, okay? Bye. Bye. The whole family's headed Pod- out, except Pod- Bella. Podcasting <laughs> from home. All right. I cannot deal. <laughs> Lisa turns her speaker on and then walks in like, we need to be quiet. <laughs> 
Lisa's iconic. There's okay, so that makes me feel better because when she said that, I was tripping balls. I was like, her mom is sitting in upstate New York crying. Like, <laughs> my daughter is on a podcast and she talks about balls. Oh, no, no, no. Believe me. I When I talk to my mom and dad, I'm very vulgar. I've never talked that way on the podcast. And they just go, Jessica, come on. What? My okay. dad. Yeah. So, no, not at all. Um, Very nice of you guys to think about, though. Jake and Amy are in their own little world up in upstate New York, and we love them. My mom's constantly like, please tell Lala and Lisa I said hi, and I pray for her and Ocean and Lisa all the time. And my dad always sending me. I I read Lala one of the messages my dad sends. He sends texts to the, the group family chat every week about the Lord. He's like, whatever cross you're carrying today, just remember that Jesus, like, you know, whatever, this and that. And I loved them. You read me one in New York. And I was like, <laughs> can I be a part of the group chat? <laughs> I need that. <laughs> so that's the vibe. But that's very nice of you guys. You know, I look at my mom and I'm like, she's like my best friend or yeah. whatever. Like I talk about her all the time. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's like the ride or die. Mm-hmm. But then she does things that are so mom. Like what? The other day, because I'm on Cameo now, right? Mm-hmm. And I won't even lie, I'm so bad at it. You like, are? Oh, you're the not worst. bad at the videos. The videos are iconic. She, you think you're bad at it because you spend so much time on the videos, so it takes you a while to get them all done because you care. I like the way you look at things. We'll <laughs> go with that because I'll look at the app and it's like minus six, and I'm like, I missed six. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. I'm so bad at it. Like yeah. I just put them off. Yeah. And I and my mom thinks she's my manager <laughs> and will say, like, did you get your cameos done today? And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> lay the fuck off. Oh, I love that. You know, like I, yeah. I have people who keep me in line. Clearly not that well because I'm missing. Because <laughs> you're missing. Cameos cameos. That's me. You guys, I need to step it up. on. No, it's not you. There's only so much you can do. And when I keep telling you, I'll get them done. And then I don't like there's <laughs> not much you can do. Right. Yeah. But I. I'll tell her, like, damn it, I missed, like, whatever. And she's like, you missed a cameo today? And I'm like, Mom, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. And she's like, you could have filled up a tank of gas (laughs) with that. That is a good point, Lisa slash Kris Jenner. It put a pin in my stomach. (laughs) I was like, you're right. I could have filled up a tank of gas with that. That is quite a way to look at it because if you, yeah. And it is not cheap out in these streets right now. No. I just paid $7.20 for gas. Where were you in town? Glendale. And when we were just, when I was just in Florida? Yeah. I saw gas for like $3.90, $4. No, I know. Sometimes I drive around LA yeah. and I'm like, why do I live here? <laughs> why do I live here? I don't understand. Because the weather's beautiful. It's like, you can have this piece of shit house <laughs> and it's only 1.2. It's like, well, that's great. I got to gut the whole thing. I know. Or knock it down. I know. But why? What's so great? I don't understand. It's the weather. It's the accessibility when you're in the entertainment business. Like from someone who's only lived here for a couple of years. That's that's the you don't have to like you're here. You're in it all, especially you. You're on reality TV. Right. Like I have to be You've here. Got, yeah. You have to do everything here. And I do love it. Mm-hmm. I don't love it for a house for that's Mm-mm. amazing for Almost $4 million. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And you have to, yeah, it's very expensive out here. And like, 
schooling. I know we've talked about this all, but it's like I'm thinking about it and I'm not even close to having a child. And Kyle and I talk about like I I said to him the other day, maybe I should start saving up for schools for our kid one day. This is like I'm not having a kid for years, you guys. And I was no, but. I was talking to these moms, Jess. I mean, you're being smart. These moms for preschool, it was $16,000 a year. No, no. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't. Especially with someone me, I just, I told your mom this like two weeks ago, paid off my student loans. Let's give it up. (laughs) That's huge. Thank you. Thank you. No, it was a wild ride because- yeah. And did you ever think your college degree would land you here? <laughs> you got, listen, college. Wait, what, did, what did you major in? Uh, well, first majored in nursing when okay. I went to college, then switched to, <laughs> I was all over the place, event planning and communications, and then switched to music business when I went to Nashville. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist manager. Easy. And then I worked within a company in the music industry, which I will not name. And I was like, no, 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 absolutely not. Is it intense? It's intense and it's very like, um, I just wasn't, I was interested in the social aspect and not at all, like, it's a lot. It's a lot and it's very political, not in like an actual political way, but in like a, oh, you gotta do this. It's like the, it's like the entertainment industry, like TV and film, but not as fun. Can I say something super ignorant? Yes. There are days where I listen to country music and I'm like, I should have just been a country star. It seems so easy. <laughs> but I've heard the country music industry is like hard. Cutthroat. 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 And like political as far as like talk to this guy. And if you know this girl, then you can get into this party, which will get you on this radio station. And then you can get. And I'm like, it's exhausting just trying to get a, your foot in the door there. I mean, it's like that for a lot of things. But like. Man. But Nashville is the isn't that yeah. like the heart of country music? Mm, I think yeah. I I know it was I'm changing. not a big country music head. Me either. And that was an I I'm not a big country music fan at all. I respect it. I'm just I don't listen to Why it. Why Nashville? I don't get it. It's so random. Why te- like Tennessee for country or why did no, I like, go? No, why did you move there? I don't I literally this is an exclusive. I thought cuz I loved writing when I was younger. Yeah. And in my head I'm like the only thing you can be if you love writing is a songwriter, but I can't sing. So if I go to Nashville, okay. I can at least write music because I wrote poems and short stories. I can write music, okay. but it's very difficult to be a songwriter and not be able to sing. It's very, it, tur- it like turns and or play an instrument, you guys. <laughs> I can't do any of it. What else do you do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I was can like, write words down on a paper. I was like, I'll write Sometimes the words. Sometimes they rhyme. <laughs> and rhyme them. Yeah. So that, and it just wasn't my passion. I guess it isn't the most random place. No, it's not. But like when you think of people breaking out of mm-hmm. like upstate New York or Utah, like you think of them going to places like. California mm-hmm. or like they moved to Miami or they moved to New York mm-hmm. it's it's like whenever I hear someone say like I'm moving from like I had a friend in Utah I'm moving to Austin I'm like why Austin see I know but there's this like so vibe random. with Austin and Nashville no, I know that's me being small-minded that oh. there's only three places in the entire <laughs> world that you could move to right Miami Los Angeles or New York right where would you, where else is that I know you know yeah I know, because then you think about it, it's like D.C. People flock to D.C. There's all these little, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about D.C. Like if you're gonna move, if you're gonna live in Austin, just yeah. stay where you live now. 
I know. And like, it makes sense what you did. You're like, yeah, LA, duh. But that's because I can't get out of my little bubble of like, if you're moving away from your home state, you want to be in a big city. It's like, no, sometimes people just want change law. Yeah. (laughs) Want change and want to get out of love my hometown, but it's small town, small minds, small, not everyone, but there's, there was a lot of yucky stuff there that I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I, cause I, yeah, I moved out of the house. I was technically out at 16 years old. Whoa. Yeah. Because I I graduated high school a year early and then. You know, my best friend Madison and I were going to move to L.A. And she did one year of high school. I was going to move straight to L.A. She did one year of high school? Yes. And then she just did the rest. Oh. Finished in in L.A. Oh, okay. She, like, moved out to be an actress. Yeah. And decided, I don't want to be in high school anymore. She was bullied. I was bullied. I was like, I'm just not going to go to high school. Like, mm-hmm. like the traditional high yeah. school. You know? Yeah. And I came out here yeah. and we looked at apartments and literally ar- acro- around the corner. How old we, were you guys? Wait, I need to like get this in my head. So you're we like were, 14. I was, yeah, 15, 15. Oh my God. Yeah. Because high school, well, I think it's different now, but yeah. when I was growing up, ninth grade was still considered junior high. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so you I guess for most like people 10. it was high school, mm-hmm. They don't, but from junior high was still ninth grade. Okay. They may have changed it. And we came out here and we were looking for places and managers and all of that. And I was like, I just feel like such a little baby. Really? (laughs) Yes. And And I remember sitting in Salt Lake at the Cafe Rio on 3300 South. Okay. Is it still there? Yes. Shout out. Shout out. (laughs) Cafe Rio's bomb. Okay. And my mom, it was like rainy. And my mom was like, now you can do this. Like, if you want to move out there, you totally can. We'll be supportive. But my mom said, yeah. but I want you to know all of the things you'll miss out on in high school. Mm-hmm. You'll miss out on dances. You know, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in high school. Spoiler alert for any of... Oh, I hope no one younger than high school is listening to the oh, podcast. God. But if they are, <laughs> can I tell you as I get older and I look at the demographic that follows me on social media, I'm like... Uh-oh. <laughs> We're getting younger. Where's Gen Z? <laughs> I need the Gen Z. Oh, oh, you're saying yeah. you're getting older and older. Of course. Because oh, I'm getting older. You're getting older. So, of course, people that have been, yeah. you know, following me for however many years, they're also getting older. Yep. Those are the ride or dies. Those are the real but ones. I don't think I'm getting older. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't act like it. Wait, hold on. I have to. So, she said you're going to miss out. Yeah, but the spoiler alert is you will not miss out. If you have big dreams, I know that's so bad to say, but high school was such... Did you go to the dances, go to prom? Did you do all that or no? I did, actually. Can I tell you? Hmm. I'm going to bite my tongue right now. Okay. And I'm going to take the foot out of my mouth and reverse. Okay. High school was actually awesome. Okay. I had my high school sweetheart. We bumped peepees like jackrabbits. (laughs) It was so much fun. Okay. I actually loved high school. I take it all back. Did you go to parties and stuff or were you not that type? No, I went to my best friends had a house. Their parents bought them a house right when they graduated and they were older than me. Okay. So I was still in high school when they had graduated and we would go there literally every weekend. I was there like daily. It was the party house. So you did you drink in high school? I had my first drink when I was graduating high school. I texted and I put this in my book. I was I texted my best friend who lived in the house and said, I have been, I'm 18 and I don't know what it's like to be at a party 
and like feel buzzed or drunk and yeah. I go to school and all these people are talking about their wild times and like I'm about to graduate and never have that moment. Yeah. So you went. And so got she was like, "We're gonna get, you, we're gonna get you drunk, and you'll be safe." And she got me lit on talk of vodka, or maybe it was Smirnoff. I'd have to look back in the book because I had. Oh no! It was cheap, cheap, and it was flat Coke. Oh my god! Do you? Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember feeling I was laying on the couch and I was like, I feel so weird. And my high school boyfriend, who was fine, who was like <laughs> six six, a twin, oh, Samoan, hello, so cute. He was like, babe, it's because you're drunk. Oh, he was so excited for you. Like, you're drunk right now. And I was like, I don't know that I like it that much. <laughs> Did you throw up? No, I didn't throw up. That's such a nice, great first experience. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, but I lost my virginity sober. Good for you. And I'll kind of be doing it again. I know. <laughs> TBD on again, that. I'm born again virgin. <laughs> I'll be losing my kind of. brand new V card sober again. Kind of. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be fun for you. It will be fun. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to 7 days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, so we'll move on from... That was a fun little tangent. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how we got there. I don't either. I figure most of my listeners are probably female. Yeah. And so they're like in their car on their way to work or something and going... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I picture them because some some listeners will send me DMs and they're like, I laugh so hard on my way to work and I can picture them like... Because <laughs> I do that. I do that when too. When I listen to podcasts. I go... <laughs> <laughs> Like when I'm yeah. listening to Heather McDonald's podcast, yeah. I can picture people driving next to me and I pray they're not looking into my window <laughs> because just... I'm like smacking the steering wheel. <laughs> She's so funny. 
She is so funny. She is funny. Um, speaking of funny, mm-hmm. I'm going on tour. Segway, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of hilarious comedians. Going, speaking of really funny people, I'm going on tour. Yes. Um, it is the Give Them Live brand new tour. I'm so excited, Jess. I was getting very nervous, but then when I was doing Chicks in the Office, they were like, dude, why are you nervous? You just show up and you just like be you. And they're there to see you. They're there to see Lala. You could just. And I'm there to see them. Yes, exactly. So wait, I need a little clarity on this. So the Give Them Lala live tour, I'm going to be going with you. Yes. So I need to know because I know there's like VIP. So what is like the difference? If someone say. Say I'm an audience member and I buy a VIP ticket. Am I going to like meet you beforehand? How does that work? Okay. So the VIP tickets. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's like a, a meet and greet. Like we kick it in the back. You come in early. We take pictures. We bump gums like we're homies. <gasps> Love. And so that's what that will be about. And then obviously no matter what seat you get, mm-hmm. like I want to interact with you. Right. Like it may not be quote unquote as personal mm-hmm. as the VIP but like I want to hang out with everybody yeah you know it's and gonna be so fun it will and we have such fun segments I like know. I told you about the segment that I want to do wait which one because you have so many great segments and I'm like Lala you can't fit all of these segments into well for the cities that we have guests in yeah. like the segment will be like catered to my guests okay. right yeah then there's a segment I want to do that we will do where like if you have an ex-boyfriend or a friend who, like, just ain't hitting right, mm-hmm. let me call them. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, you have someone come up on stage and they're like, call my boss and tell them how I really feel. Or oh call my, my God, ex. I would sweat. I, if they were like, you, call my boss, I'd be like, do you really want me to do that right yeah. now? Yeah. Because you may not have a boss anymore. <laughs> or call my best friend who couldn't make it. Right. Or that. Like, let's go the route where, like, I'm nice. Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. someone says, my best friend couldn't come or she yeah. lives somewhere else. Can you call her? Like, yes. Put her on FaceTime. Put her on a <gasps> phone call. I don't FaceTime. That would be so cool. Like, yes. if I went to a show that my friend couldn't make it to and we were like, oh, we love this person. And I went on stage and we FaceTime. That would, like, make my friend's whole life i know can i tell you what's weird is that people keep saying they're coming to see you yeah but in my mind like i've just invited people to come hang out hang out because it still hasn't clicked with me that like i wrote a book or like people listen to this podcast when people send me articles about myself Mm -hmm. it's so weird really still yes wild it's still yeah number one why do you care enough to write an article about it (laughs) i'm just Fucking Lala. Just fucking I appreciate Lala. it. Keep writing them articles. Make yeah. sure you mention give them Lala products <laughs> while you're at it. Keep referring to me as a mogul. Mogul. <laughs> we love that word. But yes, it's strange. So like yeah. for me, when they're like tickets are on sale, I'm like, you mean invites have gone out. <laughs> invites have gone out. Yeah. I'll be hanging with my group of friends. No, the tour is going to be fucking fantastic. So if you haven't. Sorry. <laughs> If you haven't gotten your tickets, we are starting off in Irvine. That show is sold out. Fort Lauderdale, Florida is next on May 3rd. 
Clearwater, May 5th. Orlando, Florida is on May 6th. Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so <gasps> excited. You've got some spicy things planned for Atlanta. I really can't wait for Atlanta. I know. Because I have a surprise. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you what it is. <laughs> but I'm super excited for Atlanta on May 7th. Nashville on May 9th. New Orleans, May 10th. Uh, May 11th, we're in Houston. May 12th, we're in Austin. May 13th, we'll wrap up in Dallas, Texas. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Because I haven't, and I'm, like, so excited. Years ago. Really? Like, so many years ago. I want to say, like, five years ago. Oh, so you haven't been in a while. Was no. it, Did you have fun? I had the best time ever, and I was shwasted. And by really? the way, I got my most favorite pair of shoes in New Orleans. Do you remember where? At a nice... Do they have, like, like a, a Bloomingdale's nice... or a Neiman Marcus there? I'm sure. Or a Saks. I'm sure. Because they have... They have good shopping, I yeah. think, right? They have, like, a nice mall. I was going to say, I've heard great shopping, great food, great nightlife. I've heard all of that. No, it was super fun. Yeah. And I like that I got to experience when I was still a drinker. Yes. That's you know? how you have to do it. Yeah. Because you can just walk the streets. Yeah. And it's a different... You know, it's like you can do that in Vegas. But Vegas is, like... Different vibe. It's a completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. I love New Orleans, so I'm super excited for that show, too. And that's where Stassi's from. So Yes. It's always a special time when I get to go to where my friends were born and raised. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, So there's that for the tour. If you want to come and play with me, go to givethemlive.com to purchase your tickets. I'm so excited to meet you guys, and I love you all so much. Jess, do we have any voicemails to wrap up the show? Yes, we do. Okay. Hey there, Lala. My name's Devin. And my name is Kate. We've been best friends for 40 years, and we absolutely adore you and all things Vanderpump Rules. Uh, We are actually treating ourselves to a 40th girls trip out to the West Coast because we both turned 40 and have known each other for 40 years. And Vanderpump Rules is a massive part of what we're doing out there. So we're really excited to go experience things that you've done. Our question is, we are getting all glammed up and doing our thing. And we've gotten a bunch of dresses that have some very awkward bra needs. And so we're wondering, what do you use when you're dressing up with backless dresses? And things like low cut, front cut, to keep your boobs in shape and perk them up and make them look hot. Thanks so much. We really appreciate your time. We love you, and we can't wait to get out to the West Coast. Thanks, Lala. Thank you. We love you. I love this question so much. First of all, my all of my closest friends I've been friends with. Candace, I've been friends with for 25 years. Oh, my gosh. Madison and Olivia I've been friends with for literally 31 years since birth that's th- that's these two i know Devin and so Kate. i'm so Aww. excited for them yeah oh what? 40 years that's <gasps> so special 40 40th girls that's a big they've been like, friends for that long right and, yeah friends for that long and and they're turning yeah amazing so for the boobs I like the the bras, and I think you can get them at Victoria's Secret. You could even get them on Amazon. They literally are just sticky on the front. It's just the cups, and that's it. This is for backless because okay. it does cinch in the front to give you the cleavage still. Yes, the clip in the front. There's a clip in the mm-hmm. front, like in the middle, mm-hmm. and you can like cinch it tighter to give to make the boobs perky. I like those. But then to cover up the nip action. So backless, that's amazing. And then can I tell you who has the best trick with their boobs for low cut? What? Is Ariana, and she always says boob tape. 
Boob tape. Yes, because you can make that your own. You can cut it. You can shape it around. You can totally shape it and like form it to give you cleavage. And there's literally no lines at all. And Ariana always says she has itty bitty titties and they look massive They look with her boob tape. Yeah. And she has like plunging stuff. Do you know what tape she uses? Because I know no. Target has some. Here's the thing, you guys. And I learned this from Kim K. She used to use duct tape. Granted, it might rip off your skin. But <laughs> but it's worth it for one night of cleave. <laughs> I know Target has a good shape tape. You know what, though? I've used uh, duct tape before. Yeah. Season four, Sheena wanted the small dress for Gay Pride, okay. the parade. We were in these pink dresses. They were floral, pink and black. Mm -hmm. She wanted the small, so I was left with the medium. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get my boobs looking right. So And I was the rookie, and she basically just like came in and was like, I'm taking the small. <laughs> And I was like, all right. Okay. Guess I'll take the medium. <laughs> and I duck I asked the crew if they had duct tape and I duct taped my boobs together. So you had that like cleavage. Huge. My boobs were huge. Did it hurt ripping it off or no? I was a little slammed. Okay. So you were fine. Season were four fine. Lala was feeling no pain. Okay. Okay. Nothing yeah. at all. See? So yeah. I like the duct tape. So that would be my advice. And I know Ariana checks her DMs. Slide in her DM and ask her what boob tape she uses because hers look good. Hers look nice. Do we have another one? Yes, we do. La, la. Mama be looking real good these days. You are looking fabulous, fit, and fine. And I'm wondering, along with many of your other listeners and countless fans, what is an average day in your life far as your favorite eats, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Love to know. Oh, I'm the worst eater ever. I don't want to say I'm the worst eater ever. I'm great at moderation. Like, I know how to snack my ass off, but not go overboard. Mm -hmm. I won't even lie. Yes, I have Cheetos in my cabinet, and I may or may not come down at midnight to get the bag. <laughs> The other day, Lala was like, can you pick up some Cheetos? And I was like, what do they look like? <laughs> I was like, what are Cheetos? I uh, knew, hello. I didn't know if they Dangerous were the thick. <laughs> if they were the thick ones or like the puffs, crunchy. Puffs. Yes, no, yes, no yes. crunch. I like the puff. Okay. I want to feel like I'm chewing on <laughs> air cheese. <laughs> air cheese. Okay. Yes. I would say I'm really into... I don't love eggs, but I try to consume them. Mm -hmm. I drink a lot of like protein shakes. I love Ensure. Right now I'm like really struggling to keep weight on because I'm just a little stressed. So it's hard for me to consume food. Okay. But I still need calories. You know, I don't want to lose. I mean, I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, which I don't like. We've talked about that already mm -hmm. though. So Ensure, I stay stocked. Mm-hmm. I would say lunch and dinner are like my two things. I'm not a big breakfast fan. No, me either. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't hit right. And when I go out for breakfast, I get the same thing. Two eggs over easy, extra crispy bacon, a side of sourdough toast. <gasps> you don't get breakfast potatoes? Oh, like hash browns? Yes, or like breakfast potatoes, like chopped up and fried. Yeah, I mean, I get them <laughs> because <laughs> it usually comes with them, but I don't necessarily eat them. Okay, okay. I try to eat them. Yeah. But, you know, is that a well-balanced meal? What, the eggs and the... <laughs> Seems very heavy in carbs. and Heavy like... in carbs. And by I... the way, with the egg, I only eat the yolk. You How do? strange is this? Why? When my eggs over easy... 
Yeah. I only like the yolk. I don't like the white part. But hard-boiled eggs, I hate the yolk, only eat the white part. Really? <laughs> How weird. That's so... You don't like the yolk in hard-boiled eggs? It's just too dry or something? Ugh. You don't it's like, like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stick of chalk. <laughs> but I dip my bacon in the over-easy egg like a sick fuck. Yeah, no, that's good. And the sourdough. And the sourdough. Yeah. Wait, sorry. How do we get on breakfast? That's Oh, that's how, what you always eat for breakfast. What do you do for lunch and dinner? Like, mm, for lunch, I'm usually eating... God, do I even eat lunch? You'll eat, like, food that you... If you and your mom have gone out to dinner, I've seen... Oh, I, I see, love leftovers. You love leftovers. Love leftovers. Mm-hmm. So whatever's left over in the fridge. I'm a big fan of Mexican food. Like, I love mm. cheese enchiladas with rice and beans and some hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That's good. So good. Like, I would say that's one of my favorite meals. But mm-hmm. I also love Greek food. Like, you give me a Greek salad with kalamata... Is that how you say it? Kalamata olives? Yeah. Feta cheese, chopped up onions. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the red onions. Yeah. So good. So good. Give me a little side of pita bread with tzatziki. I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. And let me tell you the best snack to make. Nobody what? asked. Tell me. Nobody asked, but no, I'm going to say No, but gonna, I want to Tell it. me, because you live with you a trainer. You take... Well, and I just love food. I love, love food. So you take sourdough bread. You get your pan all nice and hot. Drizzle olive oil. Okay. Put the sourdough bread on one side. Get the side nice and toasty. Flip it to the other nice and toasty. While it's toasting, you mash avocado, lemon juice, salt, a little bit of garlic salt, pepper, crushed red pepper. Mash it all together. You fry an egg up in okay. the same pan you're making your toast. Put the mashed avocado on the sourdough, drizzle with honey, Ooh. flaky sea salt on top, Ooh. and then egg on the side. Done so. And this is like for breakfast, lunch, dinner, anytime. That sounds so good. It's really good. I'm adding that to my cabinet. It's really good. Honey on avocado to toast. I just me. started doing it. <laughs> I'll make it for you. It's really good. It sounds bomb. It's so good. All right. So we'll leave it at that. This was a fun episode. I always love when it's fun. the two of us. Me too. Just sitting in this little room. I feel safe. I feel safe in this room. This is this is a good room. <laughs> These four walls. <laughs> That's this not even a real song. Wait, where? how do I know it then? I don't know. Is it from a commercial or something? No, I just made it up. Oh. <laughs> I just made it up. Anyway, I love you guys so, so much. Remember to purchase the paperback copy of my book, Give Them Lala. And I hope that I get to see you guys on tour and you can get tickets at GiveThemLive.com. I love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of mine. And I will talk to you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.